Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Welcome the International Kodesh Impact Choir. Hallelujah! 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 Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to every man that believes. Amen! Amen. Because the gospel is the power of God, we're not going to be ashamed. We're going to take up our cross and we're going to follow Jesus. Amen! Amen.
Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Impact Choir. The moment you and I have been waiting for has arrived. Hallelujah. Oh, I thought by now you'd be putting your hands together. We are blessed with a true son of Bishop Dag. You know, Bishop Dag is an apostle, he's a prophet, he's an evangelist, he's a pastor, he's a teacher, he's a builder. And by the grace of God, the one he gave to pastors is exactly the same. He has all these anointing bottled up in one human being. And the earthen vessel is also a fine earthen vessel. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Let us welcome Every Bishop
Every praise is to our God. Amen. Are you glad to be in church this morning? It's amazing. As soon as there's a drizzle, that's it. Some people will not be here. But it's good that you are here. Amen. I believe that God has a special package for you in particular. So you will not leave here the same. Amen. What is it today? Um, Mercy. Colossians 3.1. Okay. All right. It's going to work, isn't it? Right. Can we all read it together? Ready? Go. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. Okay, so what he's just saying is that if you are risen with Christ, then seek those things which are above, isn't it? Where Christ is seated on the right hand of God. So it should work. Let's take it one more time. Go. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek ye where Christ seated on the right hand of God. Okay, seek those things which are above. All right. Do we take it off or we should take it one more time? One more time. Okay, one more time. Okay. Go. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ seated on the right hand of God. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. Okay, let's take it. Let's take it. Go. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ seated on the right hand of God. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. Powerful. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much for this morning. We thank you for this time in your presence. We ask, oh God, that your spirit will guide us once again into all truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. And let's get our books. Lycos. 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 We shall save. We shall save, I tell you. Now, if you don't have a copy of the book, I want you to get it. I think that this is the best book you can get as a member of this church because it's going to teach you a whole lot of things and bring understanding to you. It's just 10 Ghana cities. We want to get it because this is our season of feeding 527 where we read or we go through one of Bishop's books and we teach the church from it. So make sure you have it so that you can flow with what is happening. Amen. Okay. Is there anybody who doesn't have one? You don't have one? Okay. There's a hand there. You don't have one, but you wish that you could get one. Let me see by wave of hand. Okay, let me see. Can you stand? Let me see. You You don't have one, but you, you wish that you can have one. Can you stand? Okay. All right. Can somebody buy one for this sister here? I think I'm all sorry. When I said you should stand... That sister in the gray, somebody should give her one for me. Uh, because when I said it, you didn't mind me. You didn't think that you should stand. I'll pay for you. I'll pay for you. All the rest, you didn't stand, so I can't do anything. 
Or will somebody want to bless somebody? Because when I said it, you didn't stand. So I didn't think that you needed it. Okay, so next time you have to stand. All right. Okay. Well, today I want us to move on to chapter 3. Already we have preached from chapter 1 and chapter 2. And for those of you who have been coming for the midweek service, the Wednesday, I don't know why you're not here if you don't come. You don't come on Wednesdays. You have to be here. But we preached also from chapter 5 and I think chapter something, 6 or 7, something like that. Anyway, but um, today we want to preach from chapter 3 of the book, Why God Operates Through Lay People. Hallelujah. Amen. So we started by saying that Lycos means what? Ordinary people, regular people, everyday people, commonplace people, what average people, unskilled people, regular people, what else? Unlicensed people, uncertified, not a professional, a novice, not skilled bereft of gifts so these are all different people that god uses and we're trying to bring the point that god can use anybody amen you may not see yourself as a very beos person you know what beos is it's a greek word it means you are not a very wild person. Yeah. It comes from the Greek word, beye. So, yes, beyeshios. So, um, God can use anybody. Anybody. You don't have to be uh, a great person or whatever. God can use you. And so, no matter who you are, you can be used by God in the house of God. And we, we've talked a lot about it. I don't think that we want to go over all that again. If you didn't hear it, get the messages and listen to it. Amen. But today, we, we are trying to find out why God will want to operate through lay people or lycos or ordinary people. Amen. Now, Bishop says here in the book, all through the scriptures... You see God giving different gifts to different people. To some he gives one talent and to others he gives many talents. I believe that it is the ministry of the one talent, which is the Lycos. However, it is important to value this ministry even if it is only one talent. Your judgment for despising the one talent will be severe. Why do I call it the ministry of the one talent? Because those in full-time ministry give all their days nights weeks and months to the lord's work whilst those who are volunteers may give one day in the week for this ministry like many of us see the regular people fall into that just sunday you come only on sundays you can't come on any other day are you getting it now you cannot compare the output and the sacrifice of a one evening a week ministry with that of a 100% full-time dedicated ministry, isn't it? 
Now, but does that mean the lay ministry is not valid? No, not at all. Some people have been called by the Holy Spirit to work for God with one talent. But all these worketh that one and the self-same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will, 1 Corinthians 12 verse 11. Now, it is also the will of God that some people have one talent while some have ten. It is the will of God that some people work for God once a week whilst others for him every day. Your judgment will be based on your faithfulness to your mission and to your call. Amen. Amen. So God is not going to judge you really based on how many you have done and how much and all that, but based on what you were called to. So you may be wondering and be worried about somebody having a lot and you don't have. No, that's not a thing. What it is, is what have you been called to do? And maybe it's just that one thing you've been called to do. Sundays, just come and stand here and smile. As people come, you welcome them. That's all. But you may be looking at me preaching here and say, ah, I wish me to, I could. That's not what you have been called to. You'll be faithful to the smiling. <laughs> That's it. Who arrive in heaven, you realize that you are at a higher place even than me. Yeah. So, why does God operate through lay people? Number one, the gift of ministry is measured. It's measured. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, it says that. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think more highly of himself than he ought to, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Wow. Whatever you have, it has been measured to you. God looks at you, I, I have a feeling that when you are coming to this earth, he just looks at you and then he measures. Maybe he has a measuring something. Then he will just look at you so you, you are just a handful. Then he will give it to you. This is your own as you go into this life. You too, okay, maybe Olunka. Take it. Another person to lose, I say, wow, this one, tipper track. Because he gives, Bible says, according to the several abilities, he gives. And it is in measures, he will measure your own for you. This is what you can do. Have it, brother, and go and do your best with what you can do. It's like when we are doing a drama. It's not everybody who can. There are some people, they can't memorize things at all. But if you say their part in the drama is that they should come and behave like a goat in the drama, it's not a problem. They'll come and do it. <laughs> Somebody too should come in and just, we know something that they are doing that. Some people are just like a congregation. They are just seated. They don't, do, they don't talk. They are just, they, come and do that one. Yeah. But there are some people today can memorize from beginning to end. 
they can say rattle everything. So they give them leading roles. So they will be throughout every scene they are inside. But does that mean that what the other person is playing is not important? Because if the other person too doesn't come and sit down or play the goat or whatever, the play will not work. And so all of us, everybody is doing something. Something has been measured and given to you. So do your part. Be faithful to your part. And one day God will bless you for that. It is only Jesus who was given beyond measure. John chapter 3 verse 34. The Bible speaks of Jesus Christ. John 3 34. It says that, For he whom God has sent, speaketh the words of God. For God giveth not the spirit by measure unto him. So Jesus, what was given to him was not by measure. He's the only one. But all of us, God measured and gave us what we could do. So whatever you have, that's what God has given to you. In 2 Kings chapter 2, and I think verse 9, we see Elijah and Elisha. And that's even where you see the thing beautiful. Bible says that, and it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So we see two things there. That first of all, the thing is in portions. Everybody has a portion. So this is your portion. It's like when you are cooking and they serve the food. There are some people, they look at their stomach and they give them a portion. One time, Reverend Asu was telling us, he said that a fancy man, he was in his house. When he came out, they had dished out the food. Everybody's for food. They have, you know how they just put their bowls, they lined them so that they put everybody's soup and meat. So when he came and he saw the thing, he, he was looking at the sizes, the portions. The guy said, Hey, one is in you. He's like, Whose own is this? And so, hey, AC Kwansman. AC Kwansman is in you. And then he said, Ah, and so yeah, Kojua Brant, Kojua Brant, and this man, you fufuni. Is that Kojua Brant's food? No, you say, Esi kakrab, Esi kakrab, and this ni. Come on, chabifia, ne chabifia, ne chabifia, ne fa kamaza no hong, fa kamaza no hong. That means take some from here, take some from here, and add it to mine. I deserve a bigger portion. The guy was looking at his stomach. He realized that no, these small, small boys cannot be eating. I have to have more. I'm the father of the house. Come on, tell somebody. Come on. Come on. position is the father, the head. But we all have different portions. I don't know whether you heard the story of the man who went to God and said that, God, why have you given me such a big cross to carry? Me, my cross is too heavy. And God said, you know what? We have a lot of crosses in here. Go there. Put your own down. Go there and check whether you can find one that you can carry. If you find one that you think is good for you, take that one. So the guy said, wow, thank you. Thank you, God. 
He put his cross down and he went inside, started searching. Ah! He saw some crosses. He said, Man! People are struggling, though. Big, huge crosses. He said, hey! No, this one I cannot. He kept moving from cross to cross. He couldn't find one that he could carry. Then eventually he found one. He said, Ah, this one I can carry this one. Because what I was seeing there, I can carry. Then he carried it and he brought it to God. He said, God, I found the one I can carry. So he looked at the thing and said, Ah, but this is what you brought. This is exactly, exactly what you brought. Exactly what you brought. It's the same. Hey, what you have been given, that is what you can carry. May you carry it and do the work of God. Give the Lord a shh. All right. So it's in portions. And then also, you can have double or triple or quadruple, depending on your ability to handle it. Number two, God has decided to give everyone a different office. Yeah. Everybody getting office. There was a song like that, isn't that? Are you boy young? Obiara away or one office. You remember a song like that? Many years ago. Oh, Auntie Philippa, there was a song like that. Everybody getting office. <laughs> hey, am I the only one who knows this song? What a shock. Okay, nobody seems to remember. I won't say anything. All right. Now, God has decided to give everyone a different office. Some have the office of the all-out minister working full-time, and others are given the office of a lay person. Amen. And the scripture that the book gives here is Romans chapter 12, verse 4, which is just after verse 3. It says that, For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, an office connotes a function. So every one of us has a different function. And I like the way Paul uses the body, the human body. He compares the human body to the body of Christ. And he says that just as the human body functions differently, the eye functions differently from the nose. I mean, you can't remove the nose and put it here, my brother. <laughs> The teeth function differently from what? The ear. The tongue functions different even from the teeth. I mean, even though they are together, they all function differently. So, just like how the body functions different, it's a whole big body, but every part of the body is not the same. Everyone has a function. Everyone has an office. Just in the same way, all of us in the church also... We are all part of one big body of Christ. Every one of us has his own function. Oh, I know why you're not clapping because you realize that. Obey office. As the next person, do you have an office? What did they say? You see, the things that come easily to you, Mimi, you may think it comes easy to everybody. That's, that's how people think. There are things I do, I, I, I used to think that everybody can do it. But sometimes somebody will say, this thing you do, I cannot. It's eh. So I cannot do. We cannot do it. Don't take those things for granted. Those are the things that God has given to you. The function. Yeah. That thing you do easily, you can lift up a song and sing it. 
If not everybody can do it, when you give them the microphone, all of everybody will go home from here. It's like, mm. If there's the singing here, we are going home. And that is why you must not be eager to stand in front of uh, every day. They are making this person stand in front to sing. I don't know why some of us they make us stand at the back. They make us uh, brother. You better stay at the back there because if they bring you in front here, you will drive all of us home. But as you stay at the back and you sing, take up your cross, follow Jesus. Oh, some blessing will come to the church. Give the Lord a shh. So, the thing you need to understand is that, number one, the most prominent and the most visible things are not the most important. Yeah. That's an observation you need to make with this one. And secondly, you need to observe that every member is very important having a particular function. So number one, the visible ones and the obvious ones and all that may not necessarily be the most important. Yeah. We see your eyes, but it doesn't mean it's the most important. We can take off your eyes, you'll still be living you'll still be functioning. So the fact that the person stands in front doesn't mean that the person is the most important. The fact that he's the one seen doesn't mean he's the most important. Maybe you standing there, you're auto small that you are singing. That is the most important. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together. Sees the heart, but if you hit the heart, that's it. Go on. We see your legs, but we can cut your legs off, and you still be around. Nobody sees the brain, but if something happens to the brain, that's it. You see your body fits everything. But when we go for Olympic Games and say, run us on your marks. Your body fit everything. You'll be warm now. Get set. Go. You see, your brain will be telling you, start laughing. <laughs> Everybody's gone. You're laughing. Yeah. So that thing alone can affect the whole body. So you may be very important. Your function will make a difference. Oh. Yeah. Another observation is that every member depends on the other. None of the body parts can say that they are alone. Every part of the body depends on something. The heart is very important, but it depends on the eye to see. Otherwise, something bad will happen. You're going to cross the road, you can't see. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Mahama Bas will just hit you. Ayalolo, is that what you call it? Hey, Ghana. We make ourselves happy here. (laughs) 
All right, all right, all right. Number three, we're just about to close. God gives some people only one talent. Yeah, I read it initially, you can see. Now, the truth of the matter is that it is God's prerogative to give a person whatever he wants to give. We cannot tell God, give me 10. Me, I deserve 10. Why have you given this person 20? And me, you have given me one. But God is the one who gives. And he gives some people just one talent. Look at it, Matthew chapter 25. And verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country. Who called his own servants and delivered unto them goods. One he gave five, the other he gave two, and the one he gave one. To every man according to his several ability. And straightway took his journey. Amen. One of the things you notice in this passage is that later if you can read it. All the people that he gave things to like five, ten. When they all went to work. The one who went to work, work with the five got five more. And when he came, the master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Then he said, Because you have been faithful over this, be faithful over that. Give him five more. Then he said, The one who had two also came. And he also said the same thing to him because he also had two more. He said, Well done, good and faithful servant. You would think that because he brought two, he will have a lesser whatever. That was the same words. Same words. As far as God is concerned, you have done what you have to do. And so, well done, good and faithful servant. That's it. So, the man with the one, he should not have despised the one and looked at the other five and two and said that, no, mine is small. You should have seen that. That is what God knows he can do. So, he should just do the one. When he has finished, he too, when he comes, he will receive the same words, well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah. You may easily think that those of us who stand in front here may hear wilder words. No. Maybe you may even hear greater things from God than some of us. Yeah. That's why you should not despise what you have. And I also think that there must be a place for people to, to be faithful in a letter before they are given much. Because if we don't find that and we give you much and you spoil it, it will also be bad. So we must make room for a place where people can be given little to start with. I didn't start by standing in front here to preach. I started by talking one-on-one to somebody. And then I had about three people to talk to. Then I had four people, five people, six people to talk to. And then gradually it was growing. And this has been years. Yeah. Serving God over 25 years, serving God, being at it, being at it, being at it. So as you are faithful in little, then you are giving much. You are giving much. So you must start somewhere. If you didn't just get up and you want to come. We haven't heard you sing at your Basel meeting before. We should come and make you come and stand here and sing. You will drive everybody away from the church. Oh, maybe you sing in your Basel meeting, you keep singing there, keep... Then your pastor will say that this sister 
Every time she sings at the Basel meeting, it's very powerful. I think we should. Let's join the choir. Let's see. So as you come in the choir, even the choir will not let you come immediately. You'll be standing at the back, singing small, small. But the person standing by you will say, this sister, when she sings, I feel that the, the distance is. Then one day the pastor will say, you know, come, we want to try you at the rehearsal. Rehearsal. Yeah. Oh, I thought you make me get rehearsal. That's where you start from. There must be a place for little. One talent. One talent. One talent. One talent. One talent. When you prove yourself, who will give you? Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> One time I remember my wife and I we went to eat somewhere. We liked the food. It was nice. And then when she went to work, she told the people that they, I think they were having a get together or something, party or something. They sort of they wanted somebody. So she said, Oh, we went to eat somewhere. The, the people, they're good. The food was nice. Let, let's try them and see. But you see, when they placed the order, only the people were sitting there. They were supposed to be at what time? Two o'clock or something. Us at four or five, food there, people ready. On and here. So this person they haven't tried cooking for some people doing party before small restaurant one-on-one -on -one. but when they give you a whole they say it's a problem it was a big disgrace because she had gone to yelp about the people that oh they are very good you see so your own maybe one-on-one -on -one restaurant feel heavy brother stay with the one-on-one -on -one restaurant eating make the people be happy in the one-on-one -on -one restaurant one day when it works well anything we will recommend you to stay out scrub we'll take you there but right now in the one-on-one -on -one kitchen let us sit there oh somebody put your hands together for jesus number four some people do not have the ability for full-time ministry they don't have it they don't possess the means the skills, the capability, they don't have it. If you force such a person to become full-time, you are going to frustrate the person. Yeah. That's why I'm so happy with this church. Everybody has a place you can do something. There's the full-time, there's the lay, there's whatever, you can do something. So nobody is forced. I even realized that even the Basel, handling Basel meeting, it's not everybody who can do it. And there are some people today may be able to teach. But when you start bringing in, bring your report. Bring this. Bring that. Asamaba. So, that, that one too, you shouldn't. So, we need all these people. If you force people who do not have the divine ability to be in full-time ministry, you will only create rebels and spiritual tragedies. Accept the reality that everyone has been given different abilities by the law. Yeah. You know, we used to learn, I mean, if somebody wants to become full-time, one of the things we said was that conditions for full-time ministry. What is it? Lay people in the ministry. Do you remember? Number one, you must, you must have a special call to sacrifice your Isaac. How many people will be able to sacrifice Isaac? Even in the Bible, how many people were told to sacrifice their Isaac? It was only Abraham. 
honor. But we are forcing everybody to sacrifice their Isaac. And it's not a simple thing. One of the things we say is that you must be ready for all possibilities. It's not everyone who is ready to go anywhere. We come and call, go to Nandom just now. No. But there are some people, when you call them now, go to Nandom, they can go. There are some people who say, do this, they can do it. Change their, move them, they can move. But it's not everybody who can move that easily. So we cannot force everybody to be full-time. That's why God also allows the lay, the lycos, also to be a part so that they can also do their work. Yeah. A debt to the love of silver, isn't it? That one too is part of it. There are some people, money. Hey, they need the money. There are some people, they can be there. It's not a problem. But some people, they need money to move. Number five, quickly, time is up. The Holy Spirit works through all ministries, and no matter how diverse they are, God can still work through it. Amen. And even do greater. I'm sure it's, it's clear, isn't it? Whatever ministry you have, you may be full-time. Even this church was started by a lay person. So you cannot say that we can't work with some this thing. And there are some people, they made themselves the 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 main people who are called we, we are the called ones everybody else must sit down and watch we are the ones who are called but if you were God and you have to save 7 billion people would you call just a few people the bible says that many are called so you cannot say that you are the only one called and other ministries don't matter. Other ministries matter. God can use all these ministries to do the work. So the lay person matters. And that is why we don't... We, anything you can do in the church, we will call you to come and do it. Even if you can become me here, come. Anything you can do, we, want, we need you. You can contribute something. The fact that you are in the church means that you can do something. That's why God brought you into the church. Yeah. Oh, the back. Nobody is clapping. Wow. Ask the next person, what can you do? And ask the person, is there anything that comes to you effortlessly? You don't struggle to do it. Just think a bit and, and ask for an answer. She's asking you, she's waiting to hear from you. Yeah, some of you sporting. Sporting. Recently, we, 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 we launched what we call the Flesh of My Flesh ministry. So that they help with the weddings. Because it's not easy, the ashes and all that. So I said, anybody who likes weddings and things like that, come and join. People came. I spoke to one lady last Sunday. She said, I like weddings. I said, eh. he said, yeah. So when you formed that ministry, it was for me. I said, that's it. There is also something for you also. Yeah. She is there. She has spotted for the wedding. She said, she like, when she sees people getting married, <laughs> but me, I, I don't think I like such things. 
I'll just come and officiate and go, but to sit down, one of the things I can't stand at all is uh, engagement. Oh, me jolly, me jolly. And when I hear those things, then something is doing me. Go tell my sweetie, jolly, then they'll be giving money. Have you seen that thing at the engagement? Oh, they should give us more money for Akunta. I said, sure. Hey, people, you think we don't have anything to do? Those people, you see their post has come. Uh, let's close. Number six. God administers, administers his power in different ways. Different ways. He can do it any way he wants to do it. Yeah. And finally, number seven. God operates in different ways. There are diversities, diversities of operation. We cannot limit God. We cannot put God in a box. No. Some people want to put God in a box. God, we want you to operate this way. But we cannot put God in a box. I said, you know, no. We cannot. We must allow God to operate the way he wants to operate. Oh, the other day I saw that he looked for a donkey. And he spoke through the donkey. That is God for you. It doesn't matter what it is. He can use it. I tell you, God can use anything. Let us not limit God. He saw a small boy who was carrying five loaves of bread and two fishes. He said, I like this small boy. I can use this small boy to do my work. Let us not limit God. He can do anything. He can operate in any way he wants to operate. One time he saw a prostitute. This is a lady called Rahab who has been sleeping with all the guys in the area. Everybody has passed through. She has become like a little kiosk and everybody has gone there. But God said, you know what? People may not like you, but I like the prostitute. I like this lady. I like this particular one. I want to use her. It doesn't matter who you are. God will use Yay! Yay! Give somebody a high five. Tell them, don't limit God. Oh, don't limit the operations of God. For God can do anything. He can use anybody. It may be a prostitute. It may be a donkey. It may be a little boy. God can use it. Shout, yeah! One day, he decided to use the shadow of Peter. Peter was walking. He was just walking. And they came to put people who were sick. They put them in the way. As Peter was walking. And his shadow fell on the people. The Bible says, because of the shadow of Peter, the people who were sick, they were healed. I came to announce to you, if God can use a shadow, then God can use you. Shout, yeah! One day when Jesus was entering into Jerusalem, Bible says he was on the donkey. He was moving and the people were praising and they were shouting and they were singing. And somebody said, let these people be quiet. You cannot make them make so much noise. Jesus said, if these ones are quiet, even the stones, they will praise me. Hey, somebody, we are not going to allow stones to praise him. We will praise him. Somebody.
somebody start to your feet. Give the Lord a shout. allow God to use a stone? Are you going to allow God to use the prostitutes as second and you will be here? Are you going to allow God to use shadows when you are there? We are not going to allow it. We are going to rise up. We are the Lycos. We are the lay people. We are going to give ourselves for God to use us. Put your hands together. Give the Lord a shh. Hallelujah. Give some people a high five. Tell them, I will not allow God to use a stone. I'm going to avail myself. I'm going to avail myself. If God can use a stone, if God can use a donkey, if God can use somebody's shadow. Hey! 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 that we may look like we are crazy but we are not crazy we will not stand for God to use a donkey when I am there God may you use me he didn't die for the donkey he didn't die for the stone he died for me may my life be given to God and may your life be given to God come on put your hands together for Jesus hallelujah Lift up your hand and just begin to talk to God. Commit yourself to Him. Tell the Lord, if you can use anything, use me. Take my hands. Take my feet. Use anything. Use anything. Everybody open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Just open your mouth and pray. Tell the Lord, use me. I'm prepared to do anything, Lord. I want to join a ministry in the church. I want to do something in the church. There is something I can do that other people cannot do, Lord. Take me and use me. May I be in my place. And may I do what you have called me to do. Help me, Lord, to do it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Lift your hand and sing it. If you can use anything, Lord. You can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands and my feet, Lord. Come on, sing it. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart. Touch my heart, Lord, sing through me. If you can use anything, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. This morning, every head bowed, all eyes closed. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but you're not saved, you're not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my heart to Jesus. I want to be born again. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand wherever you are. I'm going to pray with you. You want to be born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. On this beautiful Sunday morning, I want to be born again. Just lift up your right hand above your head. God bless you.
God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. I see your hands at the back. God bless you. Let it go up. Don't be shy. God bless you. Today is your day of salvation. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. I want you to move out of your seat and come to me in front here. I'm going to pray with you. Come. Come all the way. Clap for the master. Come. Come this way. Clap for the master. Come. God bless you. Come from the back. Come from the side. they come god bless you today's a good day to be saved hallelujah listen is anybody here you don't do anything in church but you want to do something for god you want to also have a function in the church is there anybody like that give me a wave of your right hand god bless you i see your hands pastors can you walk to these people keep waving pastors are coming to you Keep waving. Pastors are coming to you. I'm not going to call you to the front. Wherever you are, but you want to function in the house. You want to do something. Pastors are coming to you right now. They will come to you and talk to you. Let your hand go up. If nobody has come to you yet, don't put your hand down. Just keep waving. Keep your hand up. Some people are just coming to you. We need everybody to function. One day, you'll be happy that you raise your hand to do something in the house of God. Just keep waving. They will come to you. They'll come to you. God bless you. Keep waving. Keep waving. At the back, see a lot of hands. People who want to do the work of God. Wait till somebody comes to you before you put your hand down. God bless you. Those of you in front, I'm going to pray with you. Just lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. And we're going to pray together. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins please forgive me all my sins come into my heart make me a new person please write my name in the lamb's book of life from today i will serve you i will follow you for the rest of my days thank you jesus for saving me amen hallelujah Amen. God bless you all so much. Taking a very, very important decision. And today, Jesus is in your heart. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.